When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about new girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Hey. And Joe. Hello. And I can't believe it, guys. I'm so excited. We've made it to the final episode, the season finale of season one, episode 24. See ya. How do you guys feel? I thought it was a terrific ending to a terrific season. You need the finale to come in strong. So you get renewed. <laughs> so you get renewed. And just to satisfy the watch, the watchers, yeah. the viewers. The watchers, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, how did you feel just in general making it this far about the end of the show? Oh, well, I mean, when you got Netflix, you can watch all 24 episodes in one sitting if you wanted to. That's how you I feel? To. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that. Like, it wasn't a long, long journey. Right, you know right. Because the episodes are short. Well, it was yeah. for us because yeah. we watched one a week. So for this personal it's a experience. 24-week journey. It was a long. Good math. Thank you. <laughs> it was a long journey. Okay, so uh, I asked you how you felt, but now we should pass around the feeling stick. Okay. I'm going to start because I'm very excited to share that I was at Target shopping and I said Merry Christmas to myself, and I bought a $10 penguin that's a stuffed Whoa. animal for our house. He's, like, kind of Christmassy, kind of wintry, and I named him Ferguson. Ferguson. I'll post more oh, in right He is. He's here for the podcast. Hi, Ferguson. He's waving his How fin you? at you. And then I'd also like to share that I already put on our Instagram, but I thought this was really cool. I don't, I don't think I told you guys yet. So there's this there's this show called High School Musical, the Musical, the Series on Disney+. Plus. Oh. It's like a TV show kind of similar in the same vein as the High School Musical movies. And there's an actress, one of the main characters named Olivia Rodrigo. And she just did a cover um, for their Christmas special of the song River, which just an episode ago... <gasps> We saw yes. Jess listen to over and over again River, the Joni Mitchell song. song. Yeah, and yeah. so they haven't released the whole video yet, but they um, released a clip, and it was beautiful. And I don't oh, even okay. like that song, but now I do. So. All right. Nice. To, good to know. That's all, Joe. So, in this episode, they use the term agoraphobic. They do. Yeah. Agoraphobic and turtle I face thought, alcoholic. I, so, I looked it up to see what Ugh. it is. When did you look it up? Oh, you didn't know what it was? Some time ago. So, I looked it up, and it's actually, there is 380 million Americans with agoraphobic. Yeah. You know what it is? You you're know what that is. You're afraid to leave your house. You're afraid to leave your house. Yeah. It's shameless. You know what that is. So, the whole government is what? making us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Agoraphobic. This yeah. isn't a podcast where we discuss politics or the government. No, I'm, not, no, I'm discussing agoraphobic. Yeah, no. So that's what it is, and yeah. then we'll talk about the use of the word as it pertains to. Yeah, because this that. this segment's the feeling stick. But I've been wondering what have I been feeling these last nine months, and it's agoraphobic. Agoraphobia. Yeah. Is what you know what? Feeling. I I have too. Like when I go to the store and stuff, I just want to get back home, which is crazy because I'm always home. Yeah. So that's yeah. agoraphobia. It's it's an irrational fear of either crowded places, aka yeah, which the store, I have. yeah, 
or leaving your house. I mean, I don't know yeah, if irrational right now. No, sometimes though, if you go through a trauma in life, mm-hmm. you can be temporarily agoraphobic and mm-hmm. come out of it. But there's some people who are chronically agoraphobic, and I knew someone like that. Well, I know that I just spent most of the pandemic complaining about how I couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And now so much time has passed. If someone invites me somewhere, like I wouldn't go to a party right now, no. but like I have to go to work every day. So I go there. But even if it's like a small thing or whatever, like I get almost hysterical and I don't yeah. go. And I'm like, I thought this is what I wanted. Yeah. Well, and Joe and I talked about this once before is that not on the podcast, but in our life that we have like a quarantine routine Yes, you guys do. We do. So if we get thrown off, or even like when someone comes over and joins our party of three, I'm like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, it's yeah. very disorienting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's okay. great feelings, too. Yeah, and, and, and this episode really pertains to that when something gets upset and this dynamic gets upset oh. in this episode mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that right because more we're later. protective of our home life yeah. too i just love yeah. that after so many episodes of the podcast joe doing the feeling stick appropriately he yeah. brought it home for the final episode of season 1 and <laughs> talked about the damn episode <laughs> Good way to keep it real. Heather, feelings stick. No, I, you know, I haven't had feelings stick for a while. Sorry, guys. It's fine. Okay, so the Netflix description of this episode is one of the roommates decides to move out of the loft. I like how they don't tell us which one. Yeah. Despite in the last episode, we already know it's Nick. Spoiler. And then, this is the best part ever. You know how we always get mad they don't include Winston's storyline? Yes. Meanwhile, Winston faces his fear of the dark when the gang makes a trip to the desert. That was a storyline in this episode. No, but it's well, all it's... the storylines to include. That is so stupid. Winston... It was just the blip in the episode. Right, like if it could have been Winston tackles career issues in the past. Just yeah. Anything. Yeah. I'm just saying in, in past they just act like Winston's not a character. And then, right. oh, oh, we forgot Winston. Let's say he's afraid of the dark. And when I think of that episode, I don't think of Winston's fear of the dark. No. I think of the, being at the campground exactly. and all this other stuff. I mean, I know they can't say the whole episode. Episode, but that's no that's a yeah. two out of five for we're never gonna get sponsored by netflix guys <laughs> that's okay currently we're lacking a sponsor at all so yeah. if you own a business closed captioning we're here let us know <laughs> it's not a place that could sponsor oh well joseph closed gonna... captioning get sponsored oh i don't know how it works closed caption is sponsored by oh <laughs> Okay. My bad. Guest stars from this episode include a few blasts from the past we've already seen. Remy. And Thomas Lennon as Neil, who's been in like a thousand TVs and movies, so I'm not going to bother listing them, mm. but I will say he was in 17 again, which our kids and I liked. Remember, Joe, we saw that with Zac Efron, where he's a basketball player. Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, no. No, that's Friday. Curtis is not in that movie. Oh, she's, um... Oh, here we go. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. Also, Gino, who is played by Matthew Stephen Smith. So with that, we will get into the episode. Mm, And the first scene, which I enjoy every scene, I think, really, in this show. Yeah. Or this episode. Nick has made... Well, Nick is serving cookies Mm. to the roommates. They're all mad. Schmidt's throwing them a lot. (laughs) And they're talking about how he's moving out and everyone's upset. And we see the scary dummy they have in the corner, which is supposed to get rid of rats, which is another one of Nick's ways to not pay someone professional to do something. (laughs) And just because he's a snazzy dresser doesn't mean he's fooling anybody. And we find out that Jess is like, aren't you guys going to do something? We can't let this happen. And both the guys are kind of like mad, but they're like, whatever, it's happening. It is what it is. Thoughts about the opening. Well, Schmidt also 
said, I'm going to throw so much cash at a plumber. Yeah, oh, leave, I read yeah. that down too. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Because he won't call any handyman. Right. And he says it like a fantasy. There's going to be a plumber. I'm going to yeah. so much cash. And I guess we already covered uh, agoric... Ag- Agoraphobic, agoraphobic turtle face, borderline alcoholic. <laughs> oh, is that when they say it? Yeah, I mean that's strong. Oh, because she said that Caroline turned him turned into. Turned him into. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but he's but he's not agoraphobic. Now that we looked up the term, he works at a bar, so Nick does not have a. I think they mean well, he's not social otherwise. Like I go to work, but I still feel agoraphobic because of the pandemic. Well, no, it, he was. When he was mourning their breakup, yeah. he was, you when know, he leave. probably took a leave of absence from work. Leave and when you, when you go through something like that, I've done that. Not leave my house. Just like, I got to mourn this and he was just always in a hoodie, just like moping around. Well, we yeah. saw the flashback video where he was like a caveman. I don't think he was going to work then. Yeah. And then, and then Jess is like, look guys, you got to get rid of that rat looking or that rat scaring yes. dummy because they look at that golf club and they laugh. Yeah, that was funny. Hammer. Yeah. He has a hammer, I thought, right? It's a hammer, yeah. Oh, it's a hammer. Okay. <laughs> I liked his outfit. He was a snazzy dresser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we go to the scene where Schmidt and Winston are sitting on the couch and Schmidt asks him to drive him to the doctor. I don't know why he can't go alone because he's getting the bandages off the now too far running joke, if you ask me, about his broken penis. Yeah, oh. And in classic new girl style, they then pan out to see they're in the middle of the interview with the new roommate, Neil. Well, oh, we Neil. also, in that same conversation, which maybe this is just before, mm-hmm. Schmidt says, carob chips are not yes. hippie chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and throws them. And throws they them. are hippie chocolate, right? No, no they're for health, carob chip, health people. Carob chips are not hippie chocolate. Right. They're for healthy people, right? Yeah. 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 Aren't hippies healthy? Mm. Yeah. They wouldn't be eating fast food. They'd be eating, like, from the earth. I don't know no. where he got that from. I- then they say, Neil, <laughs> can you tell us something about yourself other than you responded to our ad with a fax? <laughs> which I thought was very funny. That's what Winston Also, how do they respond with a the fax? They don't have a fax machine. Save. Save as. Exactly. <laughs> so then Jess wants to try to convince Neil not to live there. So she says he hopes he's okay with crabs and bed bugs, oh. and she loves to go on feminist rants. So um, now we're in the bathroom, calling back to the first scene of the episode where the guys go to the bathroom to discuss if Jess should live in the house or not. And we see that Jess is against it, but the guys are with it, and she says that she can't believe that they won't fight for Nick. And before that, the guy tells Jess to wait till he finishes. Which is not a good way to start a roommate. No, I mean, he's obviously pretty crazy. No, he's a zoo. So he shouldn't be a roommate at all. No. Definitely not in the same age group. Right. So they tell Neil that he's in, and this part cracks me up. He says they hope they like music because he's kind of a troubadour. So in a lot of ways, I actually thought they were making him comparable to Jess, which I guess you guys would disagree with. Um, very odd, very quirky, loves to sing. Definite, probably a bad idea to have as a roommate. It's interesting you say that because he, when when he was on there, I was thinking this character reminds me of Genslinger. Genslinger? Oh, you're reminding me of Jess. Because remember, yeah, and and Genslinger oh, reminds like me the of same. Jess. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, to me. It was just like, oh, let's make it kind of like the first episode, like that episode oh, sandwich. Epi- I didn't get that. Uh, like a border sandwich kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. 
We find out when Nick goes to take his own lamp out of Winston's room that Winston's Ooh. afraid of the dark. Apparently an important plot point to Netflix. Yeah, things are Netflix. And in the one thing I think that drives me nuts most about New Girl is that all of a sudden the alien mural, which they were supposed to paint over, because Remy said too, that was in a closet, is now a giant <laughs> wall behind Bob Winston's bed. bed. Winston would not have put that there. So, well, he would have put his bed not facing it because it's You know hideous. what I mean? He didn't take it from the closet and peel it off because it's painting. Yeah. And stick it on and enlarge it. It's just ridiculous. It's not even Winston's taste. It would be a big fluffy cat mural. How cute do we think it is that Winston's afraid of the dark? Everything about Winston's cute. Joe? Have they gotten to uh, the rocket part where he, he goes to CCC? No, they have not. Okay. 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 So, Cece's at work. (laughs) And once again, we see someone just cruising in and interrupting her workplace, which is Schmidt. We find out he's now in a hard cast because the appointment didn't go how he would have liked. And we see that he starts to get very jealous of Cece's work environment, posing half naked with her co-worker, Gino. Joe, did you have some thoughts since you brought it up? The funniest line of that whole scene is when he's all excited about the cast and he's like, I tell you what, say something hot to me. Yeah. yeah. And so she Fresh goes up and we're like, we're in suspense, like, what is he, what is she, she going to say? say? Yes. Work, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And then she's like, Fresh pressed linens. <laughs> she says it so slow. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what I got out of that scene. Too, and he's like, though. oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now we're at the moving van outside. I guess Nick moved pretty quick. He tells the gang that there's a dead guinea pig in his room and he'd appreciate it if they'd take care of it. And I don't know who it is. I think it's Winston who in the background says, there's a corpse in your room? <laughs> and Jess says, why is he rushing? And, you know, it's a really disappointing goodbye to me. I realized there's more in the episode and they're together again, but there wasn't even a hug, which I know they went out of their way to make sure they didn't yeah. touch the first season, but yeah. seriously. Well, well it, was, they- it was a funny scene because yes. the, 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 the humor in it was in the one-liner, which maybe not a lot of people caught unless you got closed caption. Oh, our sponsor. He, they're saying goodbye. You got everything, Nick. Yeah, I got everything. Yeah, I, I took my share of rubber bands. Yeah, yeah, I got that. He didn't want to hear about it. And, yeah. and it reminded me that I've moved many times in my life. Yes, yes I agree. And, moving right now. And people can relate. People who have moved a lot can relate to this. But every move, you have a certain quirky uh, character about you that has to have certain things with you mm. in the front seat of your car. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was younger, I had to keep all my important papers right there because I just feel in the move, they get lost in yeah, a yeah, moving totally. truck or, or somewhere. Yeah, you know? important papers, huh? Yeah. yeah. As you get older, it's dumb things. It's like thumbtacks and it's yeah. the small nails that go in the wall to put up pictures, you know, because I always hated trying to track those nails, down. Yeah. And you're cooked to perfection on Joe's grill platter. Yeah, you love got, that thing. I always know where that is. So yeah. That was funny for him to say rubber bands. That was kind of his quirky item. Right. That like, oh, I'm going to, I need these. I got to yeah. take these, you know, just like I would nails or thumbtacks or anything, worrying about what pictures I'm going to put on the wall. Right. 
yeah. Right. So you identify. He's worried about yeah. what he's yeah. going to group together with his rubber band. But I think it's okay that they didn't hug because when you're kind of border, well, she was mad at him. When yeah. You're mad at someone, still, you don't snuggle up. Still, he was leaving. Yeah. I would also like to point out because I'm afraid I'm going to forget when we talk about fashion that I have a sweater almost exactly like the one Jess was wearing mm-hmm. that has a bow. Mine's red though. It's like bow made out of like pearls. Yeah, Jess has. I was going to say I had pearls. Yeah. yeah it was cute. So I was just excited about that for myself. So we're in the van. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we, sorry. We see Remy. Oh, we did. I'm sorry. Gotta love some Remy. He loved the way Nick smelled. He really did. Yeah. And that was he a shared nice, it. nice way that he popped up. Yeah. So now we're in the van, and Nick is just going on and on to the guys about painting, paint colors in the windows. Schmidt looks disgusted. Makes no sense. Schmidt loves love interior design, yeah. but I guess it's because he's bitter that he's leaving. Yeah. He drives right past the place. Gets on the freeway and yells, I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls over in the, quote, desert 140 miles away. Yeah. So I don't know what desert they were in. Palm Springs? I think it was Joshua Tree. Two hours from, from LA. LA. You'd have to go towards Vegas. Yeah. Oh, Vegas. Oh, there Vegas. you go. Vegas. Probably that makes sense. 95 or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. could it be Blythe? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Blythe is two hours from here. Oh, Blythe is three two hours. Oh, from okay, right. gotcha. Okay. And then when it's time to go home, he throws the keys off the little mountain cliff area that they're on, so that they're now stuck in a moving van in the desert. The ultimate Nick freak out, if you ask ultimate, me. I agree. Definitely of this episode or yeah, this season. This season. Now we're in the loft, and we see Neil's moving in with a box that has holes. Oh, wait, just really quick. And then Winston says, Schmidt is a Jew in the desert. That didn't happen yet. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's confusing. Spoiler. Because there's a lot of scenes in the desert. Once we get in there, at least, yeah. it's all the desert. So Neil's moving in, and we see that he has a box with holes in it, like the kind you would put for a cat, but it's much bigger than a cat. Oh. Or maybe it's a jungle cat. Cece says, I was in the elevator with that guy, and there's something growling in the box. Huh. Tells Jess about Schmidt being jealous, and Schmidt calls. And then we flash back to the ah. desert, and Winston says, Schmidt is a Jew in the desert. Now, I'm not sure if you would and say that And they don't want him now. to wander. And they don't want him to wander. And I don't know if it was politically correct, Schmidt. I mean, Winston. I know it was not. It was not. I don't even think now that would be written in. No. Yeah. A lot of their humor would be thrown out the window, I think. Yeah. Um. So Caroline calls Nick, and I expect Caroline to go postal when she finds out what happened. Same. But she's really, like, she almost seems likable for a minute. She's very calm. I'm scared, too. Just come here when you can. We're going to work through this together. And then Nick says, I think I overreacted. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Too late. The keys are gone. So Caroline's the best, he also thinks. Winston gets mad, and this is my favorite part of the episode, Tries to basically fight Nick. Schmidt grabs Winston off of him. Accidentally, Nick and Schmidt start fighting. And Nick, well, he's being like hugged, like held down by Schmidt. Goes, why are we fighting? Why are we yeah. fighting? And it just seems so real. Yeah. Like, almost like in the scene, he was like, wait, why are we fighting? Because that something? happens in life. I'll, do, I'll be like, wait, why are we fighting? We yeah. agree. What happened? <laughs> so then Jess pulls up with Cece. And Cece and Schmidt talk. And she just tells him, look. That's my job. Gina's my coworker. It's just they oil us up before we go do our job. You need to get over it. Mm-hmm. Whose side are you on so far in the CC Schmidt situation? Well, Schmidt shouldn't even be there. So I got CC. Mm-hmm. You have to do your job. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sorry, Schmidt. I'm obsessed with you, but I don't agree with you, Joe. Yeah, he shouldn't snooped on her phone. We're not there yet. 
Oh, I thought you were asking. Worth that. the and, and so far, whose side are you on? Do you understand? Or are oh, you like, oh, I'd be jealous too? That's her work. She that's, yeah. that's part of work. Although it's funny how he does call her an adult sex worker. Yes, yes that's, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. That's so mean. And he's like, you sell sex. You're a sex worker. I didn't like that part. Yeah. So Nick's like, okay, well, let's get going so I can move back to Caroline. I changed my mind, and Jess throws the keys. We think mm-hmm. Winston completely freaks out. And says that he has thick thighs and a fat ass. Because I think he thinks he's going to get eaten Eat first. By <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So now we have a very elaborate camping setup. <laughs> right? Out of the back of a U-Haul. Yes, yes, exactly. We find out that Nick stole a lot of beer. I guess it's warm. Aren't you yeah. guys glad I stole the beer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the rubber Nothing bands. like warm beer in a desert. They should have used the rubber bands for something. That would have been good. That too. would have been cute. Yeah. Jess finds Nick's cassette where he was pretending to be a radio DJ. <laughs> and while they're dancing and hanging out, Schmidt sees that CeCe's phone has lit up. So he pulls Ooh. it out to look at the message, which is from Gino. Which said something stupid, like, remember your butt, I do, or something. I think that's what it was. And then Nick starts to get mad at everybody, because he says, I see what you're doing. You want me to remember how great it is to hang out with you guys? And he leaves to go look for his keys in the dark, in the desert, <laughs> slash, desert slash mountain region area. It was, yeah, I'm like, is this the Grand Canyon or the it's desert? It's very confusing area. Yeah. But I do want to say to the cinematographers of New Girl... Very nice, very nice cinematography in that. Yeah, yeah. it had rolling hills behind it. Yeah. I like cinematography. You know, it's interesting. You've ne- I've known you your whole life, and you've never mentioned cinematography till this podcast. No, when I was in college, I took a film class, mm-hmm. and if you didn't mention it, you got points off. Oh, I wasn't there, so yeah. So now when I'm on this podcast, I feel like I'm gonna. Get I know every time off. I'm like, when they're on TV, are they even called cinematographers? Or they're just like no. location scouts. No, they're cinematographers. They're location yeah, scouts. yeah, they are cinematographers. So. Set up the shots. And they don't get the props they deserve. They do on this podcast. Yeah. So Schmidt talks to Jess and says Cece's never going to be happy with someone like him, so he's going to white fang her. Have you guys read White Fang? No. I didn't no, I only know what no. it is. But he told us what it is. He so basically explained it to us. You gotta let yeah. the dog go. And right. that's what he did. He's like, go, go. Get out of here. <laughs> like she was a dog. We're, we're not there like, yet. Me. We're not we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Good analysis. So he tells Jess, when you care about someone, you do what's best for them, even if it sucks for you, and you can see in Jess's face. That she realizes she has to be supportive of Nick. Mm-hmm. So Jess goes down to apologize to Nick and probably tell her how she feels when a coyote appears. They both get scared and Nick doesn't know what to do except for grab Jess and basically pick her up. And Jess starts going, beep, beep, beep. beep. <laughs> meet me. Oh, meet me. Yeah. Because oh, that's the sound that's that. That's a road runner made. Oh, I thought it yeah. was. That roadrunner said beep, beep, beep. Meet me. Oh, okay. Uh, well, roadrunners, I don't think, say that. Actually, it's just a cartoon. They say it on the, Yeah, they don't yeah. say it. Yeah. So, um, before much more happens there, we flash over to Schmidt and Cece. And that's when he white fangs her. Go ahead, guys. Break it down. Well, she thinks that he's going to talk about Merlot being the whore oh, of the vineyard. So funny. <laughs> I've been trying to break that down to uh, find the humor in it. And I'm not sure because maybe Merlot, you can eat anything with it. Maybe it's cheaper. Oh, that's why I call the Whore of the Vineyard. Is it less because expensive? It's a, it's a red wine. Right. So it can go with steak or it can go with a chicken. or it can That go must anything. be it. Could maybe oh, yeah, it's like that. it's cheating on the... All Whereas the white wine right. is more specific. specific. Or, right, know. like white wine is more for fish. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I see. Uh, that's a good one. And so Merlot gets around. 
Yeah. God. Yeah. And it's interesting because we don't know this now, and I don't. He knows it though. Is that his dad owns a winery? A vineyard. A vineyard. Yeah. 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 yeah and then, and and the funny part, also another funny line, is when and you had maybe you had to have closed caption to see this on your TV, but uh, she goes, Cece goes. So did you go through my phone? And he goes. No, Winston, Winston did. did. Yeah. <laughs> and then Winston tells him, evidently. Winston yeah. did not look through the phone. No. Joe, no. you know we can hear what they're saying without closed captioning, right? Well, sometimes they mumble it <laughs> no. and you don't and know. And it goes so fast. They talk fast. Yeah. 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 And later seasons, they talk over each other more. Yeah, that's yeah. tricky. Yeah. Okay, so now we're back at the coyote shot. And Jess tells Nick, while they're still, you know, being attacked, if you will, by the Cody. Coyote, that she um, just wants him to be happy, and she supports him. And Nick says, I don't think I can leave. You need me too much. Well, news flash, Nick. You've already left, so you don't think that. You're not worried about it, but it's still a cute scene. Yeah, and Jess so is like, cute. I don't need you. I can take care of myself. Watch this. Puts up her hood, starts making weird noises. And I love how Nick goes to the coyote. I am not with her on this. This is her move, sir. <laughs> Why are you calling him sir? Well, he doesn't want to make him mad, so he's showing respect. And, yeah. and, you know, in all fairness, on my nightly walks, when it's toward mm, dusk, I always come across a coyote Me or two. Too. It's right down the street here. Yeah. And he just keeps going. They're kind of scared of you. Whereas, like, other animals, they tell you in the wild, when you see a bear, yeah. be big. Yeah. Right. Be big and make noise, and that's scared away. Now, you try to do that with coyote, and they're just... I mean, you just look at a coyote, and they run they're away. They're gone. Yeah. yeah. But, man, when they take, like, neighborhood dogs and cats and stuff take like that... Take a bell. It's, it's a pack of them. It's like, oh, my gosh. You can hear it around scared. here. You hear yeah. them for miles. Yeah. Like, oh, there goes another one. I mean, it's just crazy. In the early mornings, I see that same coyote, but we're good. I call him Mr. Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, because I really do... Like, you. Nick, I say, sir, I show respect, and I ask him how his family is. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. If you had a dog with you, you'd be in Oh, I would never take my dog near that coyote. So Winston hears them making their celebratory howls, gets scared, and runs away. And the next morning, we see Winston reappear with his jacket on his head. (laughs) Various urine on him from himself and others. sticking out of his head. Yes. (laughs) He's just a disaster. We find out that Jess had the keys all along and pretends to drop them and pick them back up and say, it's time to drive you back to the apartment. And they go back to the apartment. And wait a minute, I'm sorry. I didn't Oh, I did address that. Well, you know, we we didn't mention though, I'm sorry, during the white fang scene how upset Cece got that um Schmidt looked at her phone. That's... And there's a heartbreaking line. What's that? Oh god, it made me want to cry. Schmidt says to Cece, you slept with me doesn't say much about your taste in man. You always want to cry when we talk about Schmidt. Because he's my favorite character. Because well, a lot of shows supposed to make you cry. I think the other humor in that scene is when Cece actually asked Schmidt, are you white fanging me? Oh, yeah, yeah that's and hilarious. And he's like, how do you know white fanging? She's like, please, it's the only book on your Kindle. You never saw talking about <laughs> And later it. he says, and I have several PDFs. Yes. And, and there's a little... Uh, dating of the show because mm. I remember when Kindles first came out, like yeah. everybody was getting one. They were pricey, I think my right? mom wrote read two books on it and then never picked it up for seven. No, years. it yeah. had games. They're gone. They're not even around. It anymore. had games, so your mom did play. They're not even around. Now anymore. it's iPad. Yeah. I never about think of them. A quick hitting fad that went away really quickly. Like laser discs. Yeah, like ah, which I sold. Is a Kindle. <laughs> yeah. A Kindle went away. 
really, really right. quick. A one-hit wonder. Everybody yeah. had to have it one Christmas. It was like Tickle Me Elmo. Right. Everyone had to have Tickle Me Elmo, and then next Christmas, no right. Elmo. It's not like iPad 8. There's no Kindle 2. There's no progression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your phone is out of date every six yeah. months. <laughs> I just every six so months. Now we're back at the apartment. And they're saying their goodbyes, the Nick's apartment. Mm-hmm. And Schmidt kisses Nick, and Nick pushes him <laughs> off of him. Again. I don't remember the Winston goodbye. Cece gives him a hug. And then again, there's just a see ya, which is how the episode got the name. But I will say that time when they didn't hug, I felt it was appropriate because we saw them have like a moment of connection with oh, the coyote. Oh, yeah. They got it all out. <laughs> so that was fine with me. Um, and then they're back at the loft and everyone's sitting around where Nick usually sits and they see his couch hole, which our couch has a couch hole from where, where my son sits. I have to put, try push it and fluff it he up. He does spend time over. there. Yeah, it's where he plays his video games. Um, and they're just kind of feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Then we're back with Nick and Caroline and we see him walk in and her just react like, oh, you're here. And no one, nothing's said, but we think maybe yeah. something might go we down. We hope. And then we're back to the loft. There's a lot of transitional scenes here. Back to the loft. It's dark. It's nighttime. Uh, Winston, I guess, is over spheres of the dark because he's asleep. And as Jess is closing her curtain, she sees the moving van down, um, parked in front of the loft, and suddenly hears Nick's cassette tape playing. <laughs> of ACDC. I know. It's such yes. a great song. That song is a classic. <laughs> yeah, and that was appropriate because he had had older songs because he was yeah. younger. And it's a happy his cassette song because he's yeah. re- reuniting. Yeah. In a boombox. Because <laughs> boom he had taken box. it with a moving. They used it at the... the... But he still... I mean, it's 2012 this was I mean, he's right. Nick. Right. He Those had a flip were big phone. in the right. 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah but he had a flip He's old school. Yeah. Yeah. So Jess opens her door and Nick opens his door and she says, Welcome back, you clown. And the look he gives her. Oh, I know. It's it's magic. How could you not watch the next season? Right? Did he break up with Caroline though? Because they never showed that. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Because she said she wanted to keep dating. She doesn't want to go backwards. Yeah. So, yeah, it's over if he doesn't. The look he gave just told us it's over. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe's a boy, so he wouldn't understand that. That's true. Joe is a boy. Yeah. And then everyone starts dating. Dancing, yeah, especially and, Jess. Yes, Jess busts out the chicken dance again, yes. a throwback to early season. And we yes. see Neil just sitting super sad with his unidentified pet on the couch. Sorry, Neil. And that is the series. I'm oh, sorry, the season finale Molly. of yeah. episode or season one. Whew. So, best Jess look, guys. Um. You know, I kind of felt like there wasn't one because I hated the pajamas she wore when she was dancing. Mm. Uh, and, you know, they were camping a lot of it. But, it, again, uh, especially knowing you have it, now I'm going to go ahead and say the pearl collar. Okay, Joe. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, You know, you get into these episodes and you just, you get focused on the plot so much yeah. that you don't yeah. see the peripheral vision around you. You don't right. notice outfits. You don't uh-huh. notice... Bears, you don't right. notice the desert, you don't notice the Okay, any of let that. me ask you a question. Hold up your sheet that I make for these podcasts. Let's see the front. Let's see the back. You just don't <laughs> flip it over. That's why you don't flip it over ever. And then you look at us when we start talking about stuff. I go, 
Uh, did you find the bear? Um, uh, no, you know if you found the bear or not. You, well, I could have been. No, you no. either found the bear or you didn't find the bear. Well, this really was an episode where I had you trouble with so yeah. entrenched in the plot. Engrossing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's very engrossing. There's some episodes that you know, like the Fancy Man and some of the other things where you just You're it just kind of goes. It yeah. doesn't flow. Yeah. Right. But this was really a, a momentous occasion of right. him moving out. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it just ended on a really big thing. Now, she did have, Jess did have a white top on that I noticed. It had a bow in it. Oh, my yes. God, Joe. But, but one Which, string was longer than the other. Oh, it was? Yeah. That's how bows like she are. Tied it wrong. Oh, oh, my God. Funny. It's not tied. It's sewn into the sweater. Oh, it looked uh, it looked like it was oh too, tied, and then the strings were... But, I just noticed that. Right. But to Joe's point, I can see where he didn't notice a lot, because... There isn't a lot. They're in the desert most of the time. It's not. No, a lot I of agree with Joe choice. about this episode. There was a lot happening. It was hard for me to answer the questions. But my point is that Joe never answers the questions because he always forgets there's a second side to our sheet. So he's consistent. Yep. Good job, exactly. Joe. Uh, my favorite look was the dress and sweater she wore at the very first scene. It only showed it for a second, but it just looked like classic dress. Okay. They, she didn't even stand up, but that's what I went with. For best dress character overall, I actually chose Cece because I thought it was fun to see her hair and makeup at the photo shoot. Oh, okay. And I didn't feel like there was a lot of options for like a standout no. dress. Heather, what'd you put? Winnie B. Oh, when he put his jacket on his head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. Joe? Best dress moment? <laughs> if you had your sheet, you'd know. Of all the characters? Oh my god. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's... You know, this wasn't a episode to accentuate dress. True, You're right. True. They got in a car. They right. drove to the desert. So there was no occasion, right? No to dress way. Up for other no. than Cece's modeling, modeling shoe. Yeah. You know, so I would have to agree that probably Cece was the best dress, just because that was part of that scene. But it's like the only striking. There was part. no destination to go to to have to dress up. Well, what I liked about what yeah. Jess was wearing is that obviously they couldn't put her. She didn't know she was going to end up in the desert. But as a costume designer, it would have been ridiculous to put her in a dress oh, in the yeah. freezing cold and high heels or flats or something. Yeah. So um, I like that when they chose. Okay, pants. We'll have her wear boots. The sweater still was just like because feminine. Had yeah. yeah. So favorite Schmidt moment. I'm so excited to share mine because mine is when he's talking about White Fang and he calls the wolf a woof because watch this, Joe. Say the word wolf. Wolf. Say say Timberwolves. Timberwolves. <laughs> So on a personal level, that made we me love laugh. it when Joe it says that. It was a zero jar count. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Okay, Please I just don't to, cry. I have to say it really quick. You know when your heartstrings are tugged that it's good acting. I don't want to start crying. So I I'm don't just, want you to either. I'm just gonna say the depth of his breakup. Shout out Max Greenfield. Joe, favorite Schmidt scene. Favorite or funniest. Schmitzy. The funniest Schmidt scene. See what I'm saying? <laughs> was probably just for Schmidt was probably the White Fang conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the PDFs. you know Merlot being the whore of the vineyard. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he goes, I got more than one book too besides White Fang. Several yes. PDFs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and several PDFs. Right, the things yeah. he thinks out to focus on in a critical time. I know, and yeah. the carrot chips are not hippie chocolate. Right, you know? right. So I, I like those references. Too. Okay, that's it's a stuff. good one. I agree. So let's move on to our favorite funniest moment, Heather. 
overall any character my favorite moment is just kind of when they're in the desert and the I know it's cheesy but the music's playing and they're kind of dancing mm-hmm. it's just it, it's so cheesy 80 90 song group of friends dancing but I loved it I found it I found it non-cheesy. I found it very oh. A lot of their end scenes where they come together or save Jess or whatever I don't like. Yeah. But as someone who grew up, like, sitting around the radio waiting for your favorite song to come on so you could record it. Yeah. You know, and then it had the commercials in it. And yeah. Listen, and my friends and I made each other cassette tapes and sent them to each other, like friends who live far away. Mixtapes. Yeah. I just really, I really appreciated it. Okay. Joe, what was your favorite moment? That's not my favorite moment, but I yeah. just want to follow up with you The said. favorite moment of the whole show? Yeah. Was probably the facing the coyote. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that me, was me. good. And the meep, meep, and him explaining the coyote. That was hilarious. It was. And my favorite moment, I actually had two, which I try not to do, but it was hard because I loved Why Are We Fighting? Why Are We Fighting? But I also loved the look, probably my very favorite, the look that Nick gives Jess at the end because he gives you so oh, much hope for the future seasons yeah, and what's going to happen between them. So I would like to give my Honey Roast Award for the best character performance, whatever, in the episode for to Winston for his range oh. as an actor, being afraid of the dark, running off, his Jew in the Desert joke, <laughs> with a second runner-up award to Nick's dancing. Because anytime Nick dances, yeah. I think we need to stop and applaud. Good job, Jake Johnson. Heather, what, who's your Honey Roast winner? Who or what, I should say. Uh, I don't even know if I need to answer. Schmidt. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Joe? Who would you like to give the Honey Roast Award to? Everybody gives it to the Coyote. The Honey Roast <laughs> Award. What, we, why do you, we just both gave ours, so you should know your next and it's coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just, because it's really hard because there was, there was several different, uh, seven different possibilities. Oh, You know what I'm saying? There was, I mean, the Afraid the Dark stuff wasn't really, you know, uh, honey roast, yeah. you know, worthy per se, uh, but I definitely think uh, Nick throughout the episode mm. oh, know, okay. was kind of the glue of the plot. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? His, everything was centered around Him his leaving. freak out right. and then how he was going to cope with leaving and then the turning around the decision, right. going back, turning yeah. on the music and we see, our, you know, it's kind yeah, of funny because if you look at this that. show and you look at the end of episodes or or you look at certain scenes like like Jess's sex videos yeah. you know you think oh this is gonna be romantic or something and then turn right. into be a, a disaster you know right it's kind of like how the group operates like yeah. anytime there's a scene like like the sink is broke so you think right. oh they call a plumber no he gets a plunger yeah. <laughs> shoving it down they the keep us the on thing. our toes yeah. well same with the end. The ending in most shows would be the goodbye to Nick. They drive off into the sunset, and that's right. the end of it. But again, another quirky turn. All of a right. sudden, the moving van pulls up. Yeah. He gets his boombox. Of all things, to get out of the U-Haul. Right? right? Not he doesn't unpack the U-Haul. Yeah. He just yeah. unpacks the boombox. Right. Again, back to the quirky things you right. want to move with. Exactly. He probably had that on the front seat. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I don't think that. I thought that was a very intentional thing to bring in, because rather than go to each of their rooms and say, hey, I'd like you guys to know that I love you and I care about you and I was going to miss you too much and I was making a mistake and I want to come back. He said when they were at the boombox playing it, like, I see what you guys are doing. You're trying to show me how great it is and we're together and how much I'm going to miss you. So by just bringing the boombox in and playing the song, boombox in and playing the song, he was just 
he was telling them all that without having to leave his room because he's not a person who likes to talk right, about emotion. Right. Like, hey, but yeah. I see everything else you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, you know, because some episodes do center on one single character. That's a lot. That's a lot for them to, to do. They're holding the show. Carry, so good yeah. point, Joe. Carry the episode. Heather, you told us before you found the bear. I did. Okay. And this is when uh, uh, Nick is in Winston's bedroom. So there's the mural on the wall. But then, like, he's standing there holding a lamp. Mm-hmm. And then behind him is, a like, a 11 by 13 of a bear. Oh, yeah, there's a bear poster. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it moves rooms, too, because I think I've seen it in Nick's room. But I found it first way through. I'm very proud of yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. All right, so now we have discussion questions. Mine is, have you guys ever had an encounter with wildlife, like a coyote or a bear, etc.? And did you meet me about it, Heather? Well... I, like Joe, I think we're friends with the same coyote. Mm-hmm. I don't meet Meep at it. I just say, hi, how's Mrs. Coyote and the kids? And we're cool. Joe, have you ever had an encounter with wildlife you'd like to share? Yeah, mm. rattlesnakes. Oh. What? Yeah, I came across a den of rattlesnakes. Oh. So basically, I'm walking down this trail. The trail's maybe a couple feet wide. Uh-uh. And all of a sudden, uh, we see about 20 feet up uh-uh. a rattlesnake go across the trail. Oh. Now, they say when you see one, there's others because they oh, travel in together in groups. I didn't know that. Well, we started walking down because I'm looking 20 feet down like, oh, my gosh. Right. And all of a sudden, right here, there was embankments on the side. And right there, you hear the rattle. Oh. And you're just mesmerized. I You know, bet. I was like 19 years old. I was a freshman in college. Okay. And you just get memorized. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden, boom. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, phew. Boy, wow. That. Yeah. So of that's course. my run in with death. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. He, he could have. He had a stroke, but he, that was your run in with death. Yeah. He could have. <laughs> and open heart surgery. reached out and bit me, you know. But yeah. the <laughs> rattle was just basically warning me. Yeah. Right. You know, don't well, come any closer. Based on your history with animals, you'd probably end up being friends with it. Okay. First yeah. of all, yeah. I really think I need to share Joe's stroke story someday on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Second of all, Joe's story with animals should have been, as everyone knows, Joe and I used to be married, mm-hmm. and we went on our honeymoon in Lake Tahoe because we had some friends in Reno getting married a week later, and you have to, like, lock up your trash because of bears and stuff, mm-hmm. and so it was, like, kind of late at night. We hear, like, like someone's just throwing stuff outside, and the cabin next to ours had been remodeling, so they put, like, their sink and all this, like, just oh, stuff. It didn't have food in it, but uh-huh. I'm sure it must have had some sort of remnant or smell. And there is a bear outside, like literally just like thrashing around. And I'm hysterical. I start vomiting. I get so nervous. And Joe's like, calm down, Jill. He doesn't have the key. Uh. <laughs> Joe, you said that. Yes. And literally rolled over and went to sleep. Sound asleep and left me alone with the bear in Tahoe. I wouldn't even go outside the next day. He didn't have a key to the cabin. <laughs> oh, that's classic Joe. That is classic I'm glad you're Joe. laughing so hard because I don't think it pains you in the best light. But... <laughs> oh, my God. Heather, did you have a discussion question? Uh, uh, okay, I just, I, I'll just go with one. Um, the, the apartment building, it's, it's very nice. It's very fancy. And the furniture that I saw was beautiful. So I probably just missed this in the season. But does anyone know what Caroline's job is? Yeah, she was working the door at that event, so I imagine she was an event planner. Oh, okay. Like in Los Angeles. A a very successful one. 
Congrats, oh, because you're Caroline. saying her house looked nice. Her house and her furnishings. Yeah. 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 So she probably was, a, you know, fairly. And she was going to get that place with or without Nick, it seems. Right. She just wanted him to move or in. Or even so. if she might be in marketing. She I has a, quote, adult job. Oh. Compared to Nick. Compared to Nick. Okay, gotcha. Joe, did you come prepared with a discussion question? It would be on the back of your sheet. No, my discussion question actually... We talked about agoraphobia. Oh, yes, good we job did. On that. And has everybody felt like they now have agoraphobia? Now. Mm-hmm. A term that is not thrown around in the news. They talk about no. everything else good being point. abused and depression and all that, but they yeah. never talk about agoraphobia. agoraphobia. So now. Nice tie together, Joe. Yeah, and yeah. agoraphobia. What? That's six, six syllables. Uh, syllables. Thanks yeah. for breaking that's that a, down. That's yeah. a big word. So that's my discussion question of the day. Out there, do you have agoraphobia? Out yeah. there. Oh, the, out to there. the people? No, the way he waves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to okay. everyone listening. Okay, to everyone Let listening, we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to us all season long. Thanks. But don't wait. There's don't. There's more. Don't, don't worry. be worried. Don't get upset. Our next episode is not going to be season two, episode one. Our next nope. episode is going to be our big season one recap with questions and suggestions. We're going to do some polls. They're already been done at the time you're listening to this, but do some polls about what um, people thought what they liked and we're just going to discuss everything season one could be supersized oh i love supersized could be broken into two parts oh we don't know we haven't recorded it yet but we will soon and we just want to say how much we appreciate you we're glad that you stayed with us and didn't move out with caroline love you guys bye bye everybody bye